I'm the National Curriculum in England, Key Stages 1 and 2, Becky. <laughs> and I'm Curriculum Cymraeg, Amy. <laughs> and, um, and we're from And Then What, the podcast all about stories. So we're just recording this for lovely Emma and lovely Tom from the PGC podcast. Very lovely people. Very lovely people. And um, thanks very much for having us on. The listeners of, of PGC podcast know that we are kind of one of the reasons why they started this one which is so cool it's very flattering that you enjoy our podcast so much that you've decided to start your own so that's really bloody lovely so i guess the main reason why we're we're recording a little bit for pdc podcast is because they're going to play one of our stories which is exciting (gasps) oh my god um tom did mention that they had to search for a little bit to find something with (laughs) the fewest number of swears (laughs) but i think they've picked an absolute cracker so amy i'm going to throw it over to you to introduce the story and talk a little bit about it so I'm going to call this the seagull story, yeah. I guess. Um, I think I found it on Twitter. Someone put it on Facebook, I think, mm. and screenshots going around Twitter. And I read it, I think at work, first of all, and I laughed so hard <laughs> that I had to leave the room because yeah. um, I was just, like, shaking at my desk. Uh, and it's basically um, the story of why a man who tried to do everything right yeah. <laughs> got banned from a hotel after <laughs> accidentally setting loose a flock of seagulls in his room just the trail of destruction oh it, I, it's one of those ones where you, you you get the initial premise and you're like oh seagulls in a room lol but then it just keeps on getting worse oh. and worse and worse, and, worse so well. and cultivates with just a barked sorry at a maid <laughs> and then like <laughs> And the story is so ineffectual yeah. to make up for what has happened. It's one of the ones, I think it's one that made us laugh the most out of all the stories. We've yeah. done it for over a year now and we don't think we've laughed as hard at no. anything. And I think that's probably why people have enjoyed listening to that so much, just because of our reaction to the story. Oh, God. Well. We, we were falling all over the place. It was wonderful. So I really hope um, you enjoy this yes. story. Emma and Tom, thank you so much for including us. Yes. I feel genuinely touched. And Oh, and if you like our story, oh, yeah. um, we are And Then What, the podcast about stories, and you can follow us on all the social medias, And Then What Pod. Lovely. Uh, well, enjoy. <gasps> Bye! So this story, it's the one I called Seagulls that's been going around Twitter. Yeah. And it was tweeted by a guy called Matthew Champion. Mm-hmm. But it's actually, originally it's a Facebook post that was okay. posted on the 30th of March in Canada mm-hmm. from Nick Birchall. Mm-hmm. And it's on a uh, review of the Fairmont Express. Fairmont Express. Which is okay. a hotel. Okay. So I'm just going to read this to you. Okay. Dear Empress Hotel, this may seem like an unusual request, but I write to you today seeking a pardon. 17 years ago, a string of unfortunate events led to my being banned from your hotel. I'd like to explain the incident. (laughs) In 2001, I had recently joined my current employer, and I was also in the Canadian Naval Reserve. My employer was hosting a customer conference at the Empress, and it was my first event with the company. I told my Navy buddies that I was coming out west, and I was asked to bring Brothers Pepperoni from Halifax. It's a local delicacy. Mm -hmm. Because this was the Navy we were talking about, I brought enough for a ship. (laughs) In a hurry, I'd completely filled a suitcase with pepperoni for my friends. Some of it was wrapped in plastic, some in brown paper. I took whatever the brothers would sell me. Uh This is the bag that the airline misplaced. Oh, no. The bag reappeared the next day. I knew that the pepperoni would still be good, as it had only been at room temperature for a short time. It would, however, be quite some time before I could turn it over to my friends. So just to be safe, I decided I should keep it cool. My room was a nice big front-facing room on the fourth floor. It was well-appointed, but it did not have a fridge. Uh It was April, the air was chilly. An easy way to keep all of this food cool would just be keep it next to an open window. (laughs) God's fridge. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I lifted one of the sashes and spread the packages of pepperoni out on the table and windowsill. Then I went for a walk for about four or five hours. Oh no, oh no, oh no. (laughs) I just remembered the title of the story. 
when I covered enough ground, I returned to the hotel. I remember walking down the long hall and opening the door to my room to find an entire flock of seagulls in my room. <laughs> the whole band? I didn't have enough time to count, but there must have been 40 of them. Oh, God. And they'd been in my room eating pepperoni for a long time. <laughs> In case you're wondering, Brothers TNT Pepperoni does nasty things to a seagull's digestive system. As you would expect, the room was covered in seagull crap. (laughs) What I did not realise until then was that seagulls also drool, especially when they eat pepperoni. I'm sure you have quite an image in your head. Now remember that I have just walked into the room and startled all of the birds. (laughs) They immediately started flying around and crashing into things. As they desperately tried to leave the room through the small opening by which they had entered. (laughs) Less composed seagulls are attempting to leave the room through the other closed windows. The result was a tornado of seagull excrement. (laughs) So they're just... just... Oh, sorry. Sorry, next door. (laughs) The result was a tornado of seagull excrement, feathers, pepperoni chunks and fairly large birds whipping around the room. (laughs) The lamps were falling, the curtains were trashed, the coffee tray was disgusting. Oh my god. I waded through the <laughs> I waded through the birds and opened the remaining windows. Most of the gulls left immediately. One tried to re-enter the room no. to grab another piece of pepperoni. No, man, just cut your losses. And in, <laughs> and in my <laughs> sorry. It's okay. Take your time. <laughs> And in my agitated state, I took off one of my shoes. (laughs) And I threw it at him. Both the gull and the shoe went out the window. By this time, I was down to one gull left in the room, but it was a big one Uh and it didn't want to leave. As I chased it, it ran round the room with a big hunk of pepperoni in its gob. In a moment of clarity, I grabbed a bath towel and I jumped it. It started to freak out, so I wrapped it in the towel and threw it out of the window. (laughs) I'd forgotten that seagulls cannot fly when they're wrapped in a towel. Oh my god! This is <laughs> This is all happening fairly quickly and this is mid-afternoon. The Empress hosts a very famous and very popular high tea. I suspect this is where the large oh. group of tourists was heading when they were struck first by my shoe and then by a bound up seagull. <laughs> So let's go back to my little housekeeping issue. Okay. The room was bad. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of damage. Mm-hmm. I was new to the company and I was really trying to make a good impression in this important event. Mm-hmm. I decided I would carry on for now and handle this whole thing later. Mm. I then realised I had only a few minutes before an important dinner and I only had one shoe. Mm. I made my way to one of the side doors and I recovered both the shoe and the towel that were laying in some wet soil near the walking path. The shoe was a mess. I took it back to the room. By this time, I had closed the windows and the air was becoming quite ripe with the smell of digested pepperoni and fish. I went into the washroom and rinsed the mud off my shoe. It cleaned up nicely, but now I had one wet, dark shoe and one dry, light-coloured shoe. (laughs) In retrospect, I should have just wet the dry shoe. Instead, I chose to dry the wet shoe using the little hairdryer. It was actually doing quite well. I had the hairdryer jammed in there and the shoe was drying quite nicely. Hmm. Then the phone rang. I walked into the next room to answer it and the power goes off. It turns out the hairdryer had vibrated free of the shoe and fallen into the sink full of water. Oh. 
<laughs> I don't know how much of the hotel's power I knocked out. <gasps> but at this time, I decided I needed help. I called the front desk and asked for someone to come help me clean up a mess. <laughs> I can still... <laughs> the look on her face. I can still remember the look on the lady's face when she opened the door. I had absolutely no idea what to tell her, so I just said, I'm sorry. <laughs> and I went to dinner. When I came back, my things had been moved to a much smaller room. Yes. I thought that was the end of it all until I'd been told my company had received a letter banning me from the Empress, a ban that I respected for almost 18 years. <laughs> I've matured. I admit responsibility <laughs> for my actions. I come to you hat in hand to apologise for the damage I indirectly come to cause and ask you to reconsider my lifetime ban. I hope you'll see fit to give either grant me a pardon or consider my 18 years away from the Empress as time served. Thank you for your consideration, Nick Birchall. Wow. Update 31st of March. <gasps> After reviewing my application for a pardon with the Empress staff, Ryan, the manager, has notified me verbally I will once again be welcome as a guest. Yay! I bet it was the pound of Brothers Pepperoni that I gave them as a peace offering <laughs> that did the trick. And this has been, this was shared along with a picture of what I'm assuming is Nick Birchall talking to two women <laughs> on the front of the desk who are crying with laughter <laughs> at this story. <laughs> That's amazing. It's Nick Birchall, thank you so thank much for you, sharing Nick that. Nick Birchall. Oh. Can either of us say we would have done it any better in that situation? No, no. I, my, well done, man. <laughs> now, I'd like to say that we've all been there. Um, yeah, I have we? 